Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am your host, Melissa Oatman from melissaoatman.com. I am so excited today because we have with us a very special guest. We have Miss Amanda Monier, and she is an energy healer and also a podcast host. She hosts the podcast Up Level Does F. Uh, sounds intriguing. I can't even say the whole name on here, but uh, I cannot wait to go and listen to some episodes because she is going to be talking to us today about how to work through trauma and how much trauma impacts our energy. And as an energy healer, I totally believe that is true. And so I cannot wait to dive into that topic. As many of you know, I own two dogs and I love them dearly. Nala and Nate can be quite a handful. You've even heard Nala sometimes want to join in the podcast. Well, I love dogs. I'm a huge dog lover, of course, and I know many of you are too. So if you're like me, a dog owner and dog lover, then you will love this new podcast that I came across. It's called Jack Russell Parents. Becca and Gabe host this weekly podcast, and it is devoted to celebrating Jack Russell Terrier dogs and companionship with canines of every kind. Every Monday, they explore hilarious, humbling, heartfelt, and harrowing stories that only dog parents can truly relate to, with such topics as, is your dog a kleptomaniac? I know I certainly can relate to that with Nala. And to brighten the end of each week, Every Thursday, they drop a Zoomisode, a fast-paced mini-episode highlighting new and exciting stories from dog-centric entertainment and social media. If you're a dog lover and you just want to have fun, then you won't want to miss out on the Jack Russell Parent Podcast. It's a heartfelt good time. And you can connect with Jack Russell Parents at jackrusselparents.com or on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at JRT Podcasts. All right. Well, I am so excited to get started today, Amanda. I want to thank you so much for being here with us. Hi, Melissa. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited for this conversation. I think it's going to be awesome. Yes, I'm super excited for this conversation because I talk to energy healers sometimes, but I'm an energy healer myself. So anytime I can have a conversation with a fellow energy healer and gain new perspectives, I'm all about it. And I'm really excited about this topic. But before we get into the topic itself, I would love it if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself and then how did you start doing energy work and and what led you to this life of helping others? I think it's an awesome thing. Yeah, it's definitely been a journey. If someone would have said a year, a year, year and a half ago that I'd be doing what I'm doing today full time, I'd have been like, okay, you're crazy. So I I mean, growing up, um, I was just kind of I did the basic things like my parents my parents did divorce when I was young and so well when we get into the trauma stuff I'll share some stuff that um ended up coming up some core wounds because of that and I did the thing where you you know you pick a major and you get the college degree and you end up I ended up actually in law enforcement which was um it was it was definitely part of my journey but it was it was not like my life my life purpose. So I ended up in law enforcement, did that for about six years. And during that time in law enforcement, I had a spiritual awakening to where I just started 
questioning everything. I started questioning life. I'm like, gosh, there's just, it just seems like everybody's like kind of like on autopilot. Like we're just kind of doing like robotic stuff here. And it just doesn't, something just didn't feel right to me. And I didn't know why. And it felt that way for quite some time. And so I have this dark night of the soul, if you will, where um, it triggered by a breakup actually. So a lot of this just uh, emotional pain and it, it surfaced and it was like, there was like no escaping it. Like all the things that I had done to try to externally escape the pain that I had been holding in my, my energy field, my body, it was like, okay, well, we're, we have to start addressing this. And so I since learned many things along my journey, but I started looking, you know, for all these different things to help me understand what was going on. So books, workshops, courses. And I was like, okay, like it just seems like, like it never re really resonated with Western medicine. I was like, there's just gotta be a way to holistically really just get to the place to where you're just feeling good. And like, I feel I've, I've always felt like life shouldn't suck. So it was just this process that I went through for, well, I, I mean, we're still always growing and evolving. Right. Um, but throughout my career in law enforcement, it was very interesting as well, because I hid in the spiritual closet, like nobody really knew this side of me, because it wasn't something like it, it would have been, I mean, I was always kind of thought of, I think, as kind of like an outlier, like I'd come into like meetings with like green drinks, and people would have like donuts and coffee, and people were like, okay, there's Monier again with her like $18 green juice. <laughs> and so, I mean, it was just kind of like, I always felt like I just I didn't fit into the like societal mold that we're kind of conditioned to partake in. And so I started understanding, I started to ask questions and I started understanding why. And so I got into different types of energy healing modalities that really helped, like everything served its purpose. I look back now, I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. I probably wouldn't have approached it then, but it, at that moment in time, it was like perfect for where I was at on my journey and was able to really get to the bottom of some of this stuff. And like the one main thing that I, if I can, you know, articulate this to listeners is you're not broken and you don't need to be fixed. And that was, it's just a misconception based on the, the things we're told growing up. And so it's like, we're always searching for all these external things to make us whole. And it's just not, it's just not true. All the density that happens and that, um, that we accumulate and that the stories we subscribe to just simply aren't actually innately us. And so that was like one of the main things that I had learned throughout this process. So it's definitely been, it's been a journey. <laughs> it's so funny because a lot of what you're saying is very similar to what happened to me when I had my spiritual awakening too. So I understand all of that and how our life experiences really do help shape us and help us in our future um, endeavors. So that's really interesting. So you've gotten into healing work, you've gone through the spiritual awakening. So what made you decide to start helping others? So I, I feel like I've always kind of had this, I've always had this affinity for helping other people. And I've had to really get to this place of uh, balance and boundaries because I would do it to my detriment. Like I would, I'm, I'm very sensitive. So um, like, I feel so deeply. <laughs> so it would be a situation to where I would, uh, when I first started my career in law enforcement, I would come home and I'd feel so dense and I couldn't breathe. And I didn't realize and know that I was actually taking on the energy of everybody around me. And there's some really dense energy that 
is in that field. There's a lot of, a lot of people who have had a lot of trauma, a lot of um, just low vibrational energies. Like you're going into the jails and just, I was a probation officer. So you're supervising people who have already come on the, they're, you know, at the tail end, like serving their time in the community. So it was just, um, just, yeah, just learning how to uh, learning like from the ground up, like kind of how energy really works and understanding some of these things that I just, I mean, we're just not taught this. <laughs> we're not taught how this stuff works and, and how, you know, what it means to even be an empath and be sensitive to energy. Cause I do feel we all have intuitive gifts. It's just, it's just a matter of like using that intuition muscle. And, and some of us have, you know, we're not taught that we haven't tapped into it. So it's just new information and it's a whole new because the way, the way that our external reality, the way we see it is like based on all of our thoughts, beliefs about what is true. And it's just getting reflected back. It's like a feedback loop, getting reflected back at us again and again. And we can actually choose to shift that into a whole different reality. Um, if, you know, if we, if we want to, if we choose to, and then it's just the inner work can oftentimes be releasing the resistance and the old programming, the trauma and the dense energy from our energy field. Yeah, and so speaking of trauma, I also had parents who divorced when I was very young, three. So I know how much, like I had a bunch of abandonment issues and everything else going yeah. on, <laughs> which is like a whole like, topic for like 50 podcast episodes that go so deep. So how do you work with people or how can you show people how trauma is affecting their energy and how they can maybe do some things to help correct that or to fix that. So I would say, especially if you're new to this kind of stuff, we always, one of the, the main things you can be doing is instead of responding, just pausing. So if there's something going on that is I use the word either activate or trigger. It's activating or triggering you to where you're having this response. Like, let's say for an example, it is a, a romantic relationship and you're having this, you know, constant cyclical, maybe it's yelling or whatever, whatever it is. And it's activating something within you. We oftentimes, and, and I get it, I've done it too. Like we oftentimes want to be like, play the victim card or we want to blame the other person. But if it's creating a, a response in your body and there's not a neutrality to it, there could be something to see. And most of the time there is. And so one of like the easiest things and like a, a little tidbit I can, you know, share that's really helped me is again, just pausing. Instead of reacting and responding, we can, we can take a minute and we can look at the situation of, okay, what is this showing me? How can I see this from a higher perspective and consciously move through this rather than unconsciously move through it? Because when we unconsciously move or moving through something, we're oftentimes moving through it um, in our stories, in our wounding, um, and this energy comes up and then it's like, you know, the back and forth and we're not really getting anywhere. But when we take a step back and you can even close your eyes and just feel where it, you feel it in your body, like a lot of like the somatic stuffs can be really helpful too. Um, and it like even just noticing it without attachment and it could be most of the time, a lot of the stuff's inner child wounding. So it's just, sometimes it just wants to be witnessed and, and notice. Like, you know, you mentioned the abandonment wound. That was like the core wound for me. And I feel like in the last couple of months, like I was just like God source universe, whatever you want to label 
has just been, I, that has been, I'm like not allowed to have that anymore. <laughs> it's been like purged out of me at another level. And it's, it's like getting to that place to where it, it was a lot of inner child work because when my parents divorced, I assigned all this meaning to my dad left. I'm not good enough. And this, and this, and this, and then I carried it over into my romantic relationships. And so I was reading, I read something the other day. It's like, if you don't heal your child traumas, like your romantic relationships will continue to like show it again and again, they'll, it'll, it'll keep popping up. And that's what I had been noticing. I was like, okay, same man, different face. And it just kept popping up again and again until, and that can be something so simple is like, uh, and I'm, you know, real with all my clients too. Like in October, I probably cried more than I've cried. Like in the last, like, I don't know, like five years, because that's the energy right now around us, like not being able to take the density with us, like where we're going to like, if you want to call it new earth or this new paradigm, like that we're creating, if we can't take the lie, because it's really just lies. It's really just untruths because at the end of the day, like we are like sovereign beings. And then we come here to this dense reality and we have these experiences. And when we're little, if we have, you know, people in our lives that don't have the tools, like they're in their unconscious and they're wounding as well. It's like, we continue to repeat those generational trauma cycles until they get broken. And so we're really, really what's happening on the planet right now in the last couple of months. Like if you've been feeling like you get, have been getting hit hard. Like I've had clients who have either been like, okay, the physical body, like the physical body, the illness and, and like all that stuff is showing up or the emotional, because it could be twofold. Like for example, um, the frequencies of guilt, shame, and unworthy, those emotions resonate with viruses and bacteria. Like the frequencies are met like Velcro to each other. And so this can be showing up in all kinds of different ways, but it's just really like learning to just, um, listen to like what's right in front of you to do. And like, for me, for example, too, it's been a lot of rest in this last month, just allowing like the processing of like the trauma because the trauma is coming up for a lot of us right now. And it's really time to let go of those core wounds at a different level. <laughs> Even if you think like I already healed it, like I thought I had handled it, but I, uh -huh. I, I definitely <laughs> hadn't handled it yet. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't know how deep it goes always. And uh, same thing, the last couple of months for me have definitely been about healing and getting past the core wounding that has been going on for me. And I've seen it with people all around too. And everyone just, any clients that I've had recently, I'll just tell them like, oh, your energy is all over the place. <laughs> like you really need to slow down and we need to do some clearing before we can even do any other kind of work because your energy is just everywhere. And I think a lot of people have been feeling unbalanced, ungrounded, and just that way that they're here, 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 you know, it's like they're all over the place and they're not really truly focused in one specific area. So how do you help people stay centered and focused? And one of our listeners actually asked this question in a Facebook group. She said, how do you stay balanced and grounded when the earth is constantly moving? Yeah. I thought that was an excellent question. Yeah. And one thing I want to mention too, is time, at least what's been, what's been coming through to me is so accelerated. So if you feel a little wonky, you feel unstable, you're not alone. I feel the same way. I, I like, so the way I explain it, it's like, there is like, time is not linear as we know it. And so the way it's been shown to me is we're like healing, like 
all these timelines. And so it's like, we're not really getting breaks. (laughs) So as far as like, like getting grounded and balanced, like that's very specific to each person, right? Like there are different, you know, meditations you can do, you know, putting your feet onto the earth, uh, as some salt baths, yoga, but, but again, it's so specific. So it really, it really is about tuning into what does your body need right now? What does your soul need right now? Is it rest? Is it exercise? Is it a certain type of food? Like really, really, um, starting to trust that and trust your own intuition. And, um, I think you had asked like kind of how I work with people on that is on. So like on the energy healing side of things, um, I do a lot of, so um I do a lot of work around um conscious creation as well as the energy healing so I found it to be very um, powerful to get into the end results of what we want to create because then we're not problem solving and so it's like tuning into what how is it that you want to feel what what is it that you choose to consciously create just because it you'd love to have it because it's in alignment with your heart and soul. And so the body and the mind don't know the difference between when we go there and experience it in the physical versus in like a meditative state. And so we can create that and then we can look at, okay, where is there resistance to being able to just flow towards this desire and take inspired action? Cause there's like multiple things that go into it. Um, sometimes the inspired action is part is missed because we think it's just going to show up on its own, which, I mean, it's just, it's, it's like a combination of the, the cultivating, planting the energetic seeds, clearing out the resistance with the energy work, which it's the type of work that I do. It's called a, a rapid recode. There's a, a, basically all the like modalities I've learned, I'm kind of morphed them all into like my own. I don't even have a name for it necessarily, but it's all about rewiring the energy field at a DNA level, the cells, um, and really just clearing out that resistance and that trauma energy. And sometimes it involves like past life work. Sometimes it involves inner child work and part work. So we want one mono personality working together. And when we have trauma, we can have these different um, parts that are not necessarily fragmented, but they're split off from that main personality. So for example, you have this part that is like, oh, I really want and desire soulmate love, but you have this inner child. That's like, it's not safe. Love's not safe. I'm going to get abandoned. I'm going to get left. And so you have these two parts fighting against one another. And then you may take two steps forward to take two steps back. And that's where like, you know, those unconscious patternings come up because at the end of the day, if we don't feel safe in our body, that's one of the most important things too, is being able to feel safe in the body and having the nervous system be on board. Cause if the nervous system's on overdrive too, like it's just going to be again, this like push pull. And so to circle back to your question, it's just so important to really, really tune in and, and seek out guidance and help. Like I have mentors that, you know, help me as well. Cause sometimes it's like, sometimes we have bias when it comes to our own stuff. Mm-hmm. So tune into what's right for you because at the end of the day, like you do truly know what's best for you. Like, do you need to reach out? Do you need to um, take a step back? Do you need to take a day off? Because like, if we look at this emotional trauma, the same way we look at physical illness, if we have a sniffle or the flu, we take a week off or two weeks off or whatever. And we like, we allow ourselves to rest. We watch TV, we read, we sleep. But when it comes to emotional trauma, it's just like, okay, we'll shove it down further and I'll deal with you later. 
it's like, what if we dealt with emotional trauma and wounds the same way we deal with the physical body? Cause it's all tied together. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's so important to be able to address the emotional stuff because when you just push it down, it's, it doesn't go anywhere. It's nope. still there. It's going to come out later when you least <laughs> expect it and get triggered. Yep, tried and tested, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. exactly. Well, I love that you're helping people to work through things like that. And you said so many things that I really agree with as far as healing the generational trauma and you're you're really correct in what you're saying in that a lot of people want so many things they want to manifest a soulmate they want to manifest the perfect job they want to manifest all of these ideal things in their life and so many people get stuck in one spot and i think you hit the nail on the head when you said that they lack taking inspired action towards their dreams. And for a lot of people, inspired action can just be beginning to work with someone to work through the emotional wounding and trauma that's there. Because I feel like when you start to do that, a lot of things start falling into place and become easier um, for you because it's easier to become clear about what you want. And I think it's easier to even be connected to who you truly are and your higher self when you start doing the work because essentially you're clearing away a lot of limiting beliefs and stories that you told yourself. So doing the work means that you're unlearning who you thought you were and really start learning who you truly are meant to be. Absolutely. Identity, identity is so, so powerful. And because it, our identity and structure is actually the foundation for how we show up. And when we have, it's kind of like that part um, analogy that I shared, um, because if we have these identities that are rooted in all these things, it's like, those simply aren't you. Like you mentioned the higher self, like that, the div your divine essence, that is what is you. And really what is, because it's like, all we have is the present moment. So there's, and it's been an interesting balancing act for me because I'm like, okay, how much like manifestation is too much, right? So it's really like getting in alignment with what your heart and soul like does want to bring to life, but also being in a place to where you are um, in the same energy when it, if it shows up, if it doesn't show up and just like co-creating with the God, with God, with, uni with the universe, because there's something that is just so powerful if we're not happy in the now we are putting out these silent instructions that the now is not good enough and all we have is right now and so it's just been it's just so powerful to get to that place and i i can also say i get it so i it, i actually was creating this program all around um anxiety and depression and so when i was tuning into like the healings and things i actually realized that i I had thought that I had unplugged from it. So I was like in this anxiety and depression for a week and I couldn't figure where it came, figure out where it came from. And I was like, okay, I was supposed to, cause I felt the trauma, but I've never been stuck in anxiety and depression. And so I know a lot of people are struggling with this right now. And so I know it was meant to kind of show me what people are going through. So, and when you're in that energy, like there's no part of you that wants to like consciously create, manifest, take inspired action. I can actually attest to that now. Like, yeah. I'm like, I literally don't want to do anything. And so one thing that I can share is because what one what I did to help me move through that is I reached out for help and then I I just allowed myself to just like move through it and I asked I even I asked my higher self I asked God to you know just show me what I needed to do to be able to to release and eventually I found out what it was but 
I just, I just, my heart goes out to so many people right now because there is so much of that going on right now, the anxiety and the depression and, and just what people are going through based on what's going on on the planet. And if it is any consolation, I, I just, I feel like we're headed in a very beautiful direction, but right now it's just, if you are having these like wounded wounds come up, like it's time to address them. And, and like you mentioned as well, they're not going to go away. If you keep shoving them down, like it yeah. really is time. Yeah. And just like we we're saying earlier, a lot of people say to me when I work with them, like, Oh, I thought I took care of this. I thought I healed this, but we don't know how many layers of things there really are. And it starts not even just from this lifetime. I mean, we're talking past lifetimes that we've lived through. We're bringing all of that stuff with us. So the healing process is not going to be something that you snap your fingers and it's done. It's a process for a reason. And so you have to keep going back and doing the work. But the beautiful thing about it is when you do it, it gets easier because when something comes up, then you know, oh, it's part of that wounding. I need to go and use the tools that I have to go back and work on that again. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing I found to be very helpful in when that does come up, because I, I, I have that come up to me like, gosh, I thought I handled this is I've started to treat it as how I would treat like a little child. Like that is having, like, if you're seeing it like that, like at least I don't think most of us would be like, Hey, I already handled you. It would yeah. be like, Oh my gosh, come here. Like even just holding space and just like love and, um, allowing that, um, you know, that child to feel safe and like what that child needed in that moment. So we can actually talking about, again, that time's not linear. We can actually go back to those events and we can either be an observer or we can go into it. Um, it's it's not, I, I don't find it always necessary to go into like the deep, dark, dense stuff. Sometimes like, you know, when I'm working with people, like their higher self wants them to see something, but going in and uh, we can actually do what, what I call as a change history to where we're actually changing that particular event. And we're not experiencing, we're experiencing from the wisdom we have now instead of where we were at that moment. And it, it, it just changes all of it. Yeah, I love that going back in and changing it. And I love what you said about the inner child too, because really when you're wounding, the inner wounding shows up, that is your inner child crying out for help and for you to notice, hey, you know, I'm still here and I still need to be cared for and I still need love. And I think a lot of us, I don't know, I think there's a stigma for certain people about healing the inner child, doing that kind of work. They just want to shove it down and move on. And I don't think that that is the best way to deal with things. But also, I think it's really, really important to take care of your inner child, because for a lot of people, they experience parents who maybe didn't take care of them the way that they should have. And so that is a way for you to be able to go back and take care of yourself the way that you deserve to be taken care of. Yeah. And I think that... I, I get it. Cause it's like, we're it, like the idea of like this trauma coming up. I think so many of us are like, ah, scary, you know, yes. like, and it's like, that's why we don't want to go there. Like I, I do, um, a friend, um, I won't share lots of details, but he like, just, he pretty much told me like, he's like, I just can't even go there. Like it's all around like love and, and stuff like that. And it's being masked with other things in his life to avoid sitting with what comes up because 
for him. And, and I just, I just listened, like I didn't say anything, but I, for him, like the idea of dealing with that right now is so terrifying because it's like, whether it's grief or whatever emotion suppressed in the body, it's like, for some reason we are like conditioned to be afraid, especially men, especially men. (laughs) My heart goes out to them too, because I, I do feel like it's like, okay, if you cry, you're weak. Or if you show emotion, it's like, you know, you, you're, can't do it. So it's just very, um, it's very, very interesting. And I, and I just, I can share from experience that after a good cry, it's actually pretty therapeutic. And you're like, oh, okay. Like sometimes in this last month, which I have never experienced, like I've had it to where like stuff has come up and I've cried for 20, 30 minutes. And then after that, I wipe my eyes and I literally go about my day and I'm like, okay, like nothing happened. Like it's very interesting. Like I'm like, my dog's looking at me. I'm like, I'm like, please don't check me into a home. Like (laughs) I'm like, I promise they're not crazy. He's like, but mommy would cry like every day. I'm like, I don't know the energy of October. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think a lot of people, not just men, I think a lot of people have been conditioned that to cry is weakness or, you know, that it's selfish to, well, because if you've been raised by parents who were kind of manipulative, a lot of parents will turn it around on them like you better stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about yeah. or you know don't express your feelings because that makes me feel bad so we get that whole gaslighting and manipulation of it's not safe for you to express your feelings because it makes someone else uncomfortable and I think a lot of people fall into that trap and we have to learn how to ignore that inner voice that says, no, you can't cry because it's weak or you don't want to make anyone else feel uncomfortable or make you feel uncomfortable. You know, you have to get your emotions out. You just have to. Yeah. And, and then it becomes to where, because people ask me like, we're going to be doing healing work forever. I personally don't believe we will be. I think we're always going to be growing and evolving and emotions are going to come up. Maybe, you know, when you press up against those uncomfortable edges, to where you're, you're stepping outside of your comfort zone. That's different, but the trauma healing, I do not believe we will be doing this forever. No, I don't. That's good news. <laughs> yeah. I, I really yeah. don't. Um, I actually believe that we are reverse aging and I do feel like we are healing, um, these generational wounds, these past, like if everything's in, in the way that I can best describe it is if everything's happening in this present moment in the here and now, we like to label things as humans. We love labeling stuff. It helps us wrap our minds around it. But if everything's happening in the here and now in the present moment, does it matter if it was past life? It doesn't matter if it was generational. Does it matter if it was, you know, if a future event, whatever you want to like, it's like, and you don't have to go digging for this stuff. It's going to show up when it's ready. <laughs> like, I mean, I've, I've in the past, like I've had sessions just to have them. Like when I was kind of going through the beginning phases of my journey, but I'm like, that stuff's going to show up on its own. So the cool thing is, is like, you really like, it's going to show up when it's time and when it's ready. And the best um, way that I can help you to navigate that is using your emotions as your compass. So does it feel expansive? Does your, does whatever coming up feel like contracting? Does it feel like stiff in your body? You know, what, what's coming up to, for you to see. And, and sometimes simply, again, just acknowledging it from that detached place to where you're just sending it love can, can really help with it. And sometimes you do need to go a little, a little deeper 
and, and do a little bit more work. Sometimes there's something that your soul wants you to identify and see at a deeper level. And sometimes it's just energy coming up out of your body that just is ready to go. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. Um, so I want to talk more about your podcast because I'm very interested about what you talk about. Um, and so <laughs> your podcast is called Up Leveled as F. Um, <laughs> and I said, I don't say that word on here just because I know we have some moms who listen to this podcast while they're taking their kids back and forth to and from school. But I would love to know more about that podcast. And um, I know you said it's a weekly podcast, what you talk about and uh, if anyone's interested in listening to it. Yeah. So my business partner, her name's Emmy Hernandez. She is a soulmate love and relationship coach expert. And she has her backgrounds all in like business stuff. Like she was in the tech world before. So it's funny because a lot of her clients come to her for love and relationships and end up being business clients as well for, <laughs> for coaching too. Cause there's a lot of people starting businesses right now. So, yes. so we actually, um, we came together because we, we both have very, we have similar training, but we have different areas of like our genius, I guess, if you will. So I'm very on the, I'm like anything woo woo, anything energy healing and all like the life purpose, soul alignment stuff is all my jam. And then for Emmy, it's the love and like the business coaching type stuff. So we were like, Hmm, we were thinking about it. Cause it's all around the conscious creation. And it was like, well, who doesn't want to like up level in all areas of their life. Like who right. doesn't want to have loving relationships? I don't know. Like, I mean, I do, who doesn't want to be able to manifest and, and call in more money than they can spend. I don't know anybody who doesn't want to. And then, um, you know, who doesn't want to feel fulfilled in what they're waking up and doing every day. And then, and then health, who doesn't like, you can't do any of those without your health. So I, I actually also, which I don't do as much kind of like, I, I kind of, um, I don't talk about as much, but I actually do have a background in like I, a, a transformational nutrition coach and I do energetic allergy healing. So between the two of us, we have those like four pillars, if you will. And so we have conversations around money, love, health, and life purpose to um, help people in all areas of those. And um, lately I've been bringing on guests to kind of mix it up a little bit. So just interviews I had one uh, last week, and I'm excited for that to air um, here pretty soon, but it was just all around like decluttering and just um, release. It's kind of, kind of a very similar conversation to this around just releasing like relationships that don't serve you, things in your space that don't serve you and how it all just translates, like, like it's all intertwined. So we just try to, you know, we have very candid conversations. I'm gonna be completely honest, like if, uh, you know, sometimes the cuss words upset you. It's probably not the podcast for you. We're very like raw and uncensored in, in our approach, but it's also very like, we, we try to just put as much wisdom and value in it as we possibly can so that we can, you know, provide people with things that maybe we wish, you know, our younger self would have known. So. Yeah, it sounds awesome. It really does. It sounds like everybody needs to go and check out that podcast because there is a lot of very much added value to what you guys are doing. So I love that you're doing that and I love that you're helping people to heal. So if people want to perhaps work with you or follow you or maybe they wanna to listen to your podcast, what is the best way to do all of that? Yeah, so I do do one-on-one -on -one sessions for now. That is probably, cause I have a, a like a six month and then a year long program as well. The one-on -one, like 
just like the one-off one-on-one sessions. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be doing that, but for right now I still am. So if anybody does feel like it's in alignment with them, you're more than welcome to go to my website. I also have some free freebies on my website. I love providing, you know, free content for people as well. So I have a couple like Um, I mentioned the recode. So like the type of energy work I do, I have some audios, like I have an immune system um, booster. I have a money recode and uh, an emotional um, recode. So if any of those resonate, those are all free on my website. And, um, and yeah, the, the podcast, I mean, anywhere that you listen to podcasts, you should be able to find it. So Awesome. Um, so I will have all of your links in the show notes. So that way, if you want to go check out the freebies that um, Amanda has on her website, you can go and do that. You want to listen to her podcast, or if you want to work with her, you're just one click away from being able to do all of that. So you can go and check that out in the show notes. Well, this is such a great conversation today. And one of the things I always like to ask our guests before uh, we end the show is just to leave our listeners with a little nugget of wisdom to take with them for the day. So if you have any words of wisdom for our listeners, what would that be? Absolutely. So the best um, advice I could give and what I would have loved to know younger (laughs) at a younger age is just really, you know what's best for you and really start to tap into your heart, to your soul and go within for those answers and, and really work with your higher self on, on bringing that stuff up, whether it's journaling or, you know, just tuning into that energy, those frequencies, because you have a unique soul frequency, a unique soul blueprint that only you can bring to this planet. And so it's just so important for us all to be shining our own unique light and just really, so we can just bring, you know, more light and love to the planet. So. All right. I love that. That's beautiful wisdom. And thank you so much for sharing that with us. And thank you so much for being with us today and sharing all of the wisdom that you've shared with us. Awesome. Thank you, Melissa. I appreciate you having me on the show. It's been a pleasure. Yes. And I want to thank all of you for joining us today as well. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. And the greatest compliment you can pay me is to share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Don't forget to follow me on social media. And if you want to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. And if you really like this podcast, you can join me over on Patreon to have five episodes a week. The link will be in the show notes. I hope that you guys are having a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. As always, I am sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.